We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham, and as we get closer to the holiday season... Let's check in and find out what's happening with the Salvation Army. On the show this time, I would like to welcome Lieutenant David Culley. David is with the Salvation Army. Hey there, David. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Hey there, Gary. Glad to be here with you. So, you know what? I thought we'd get started today by kind of uh, figuring out some terminology that the Salvation Army uses. First of all, the question I have is, is the Salvation Army part of the military? Yeah, that's a great question. But no, we're not part of the United States military or any other military. Um, you know what we are is an uh, organization that is uh, mobilized for doing good. And so we use a lot of sort of um, what probably seems kind of funny military terminology um, just to, to represent the fact that we are mobile, that we are taking action, and that we're doing everything that we can to serve people in the communities that we're in. How long has the Salvation Army been around, especially here in Portland? Yeah, so the Salvation Army as an organization was started in 1865 in England by a fellow named William Booth, who was a little frustrated that the church um, wasn't uh, serving the lost and the least like he really wanted to see them being served. And so um, he started a, the movement of the Salvation Army to um, make sure that, that people that were being overlooked wouldn't be overlooked anymore. And we've been here in Portland since 1886. I'm from uh, the Portland Tabernacle is the location that I'm located in. And uh, we were the, the first um, occurrence of the Salvation Army in Portland. And that was now 136 years ago. Wow. You haven't been in the whole 136 years though, right? Myself, no. <laughs> but uh, but I'm, I'm glad to be a, a part of a legacy that is really incredible. What do you mean by Tabernacle and uh, why are you Lieutenant David? Yeah, those are great questions also. So it just fits in with that um, army theme that we have in the Salvation Army. It helps us stand out. We are a church, but um, instead of calling our churches uh, just this or that church, we call ourselves this or that core using that army terminology. And uh, we use some other terminology like tabernacle. That just means that um, we are a church. We're a place of worship, but we are not just active on Sunday, but we're active Monday through Saturday as well, um, doing everything that we can to meet human need without discrimination, whether that's through um, food services, whether that's through um, uh, helping people in whatever situation they're in, giving them a hand up, not just a hand out. And um, particularly uh, the the terminology for the, the officers, we call our ministers, which is what I am, 
uh, officers and my rank as a lieutenant gives us the ability to really mobilize quickly. We also are um, a relief organization for natural disasters. And so whenever we're responding to a disaster, I could get called at any time to respond to a fire, natural disaster, or um, you know, earthquake damage, or um, personal disaster. And um, our ranking system is not about uh, sort of who's on top, but allows us when I'm organized for emergency response that we have in place already a whole chain of command. And so um, we're going to be able to be effective quickly, even when working with people that we haven't worked with before. How involved was the Salvation Army with the uh, wildfires we've had in and around Portland and Southwest Washington over the last couple of years, especially? Yeah, we've we've had the opportunity to respond in a lot of ways. Um, we partner with a variety of other relief organizations to figure out sort of what part of the equation that we can fill. Oftentimes, that's um, food distribution because that's something we do well. But we also are oftentimes involved in um, finding temporary housing, um, creating. Uh, programs to um, help people get connected with whatever services uh, they need to get back on their feet, whether that's clothing, whether that's um, transportation, whether that's housing, whether that's um, even just uh, food to eat that night or a place to sleep that evening. And where do you get all these uh, things like the food and the, and the clothing and stuff? Is that all from donations or where does that come from? Yeah. So um, very largely uh, the way that we're able to do everything that we do is through donations. Um, that is sometimes uh, donations of, of goods, items. Um, also very much we're supported by um, the generous contributors that partner with us in doing what we do. We do also partner with, um, receive grant money and things like that um, to uh, distribute um, government resources and be a part of that process as well. David, how did you get involved with the Salvation Army? Yeah, you know, I was a little bit of a latecomer. Some some people in the Salvation Army have been in it for generations and generations, but um, I met the Salvation Army through my wife in uh, college, and uh, I was going to a different church, but when I came with her to the Salvation Army Church, you know, I was first sort of taken aback by some of the oddities. Um, Salvation Army ministers wear a, a uniform that is a little bit distinct, and, and like we talked about, that Army language um, made me go, man, I don't know, you know, what is this organization really about? But I, I quickly found as a church, um, they're a church with, with theology that I was able to um, connect with and, and feel good about, um, not doing anything that was uh, out of the ordinary to me. But then the thing that they did do that was out of the ordinary was that instead of just having um, sort of an inward focus um, on their own uh, people, they really every day had an outward focus. Um, the church was made up of people that had been um, served by the Salvation Army, uh, many of whom had gone through the Salvation Army's reco uh, recovery programs, um, help, helping people get out of um, addiction uh, from drugs and alcohol. Many of the people in the church um, had been served uh, coming off the streets in various ways and had been given a hand up and uh, made able to have sustainable housing. And it really just, um, I was impacted in seeing that this was an organization that was dedicated to um, connecting with the lost and the least um, without discrimination in a really powerful way. And it, it drew me in. And uh, over the years, I got more involved and have recently become a minister with the organization and, and get to do this now part-time. And it's such a, it's a blessing. It sounds like uh, so many people that the Salvation Army has helped out 
they all come back and, and return the favor, right? Oftentimes, oftentimes. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of the people that, um, that are connected with the Salvation Army have somehow been served by the Salvation Army. And, you know, a, a real blessing that I get is oftentimes when I'm out in the community, um, whether that's doing our, our kettle fundraising around Christmas time, which I know you're going to be seeing in the next couple months, um, or uh, doing any of the other programs that we do, whether that's back to school backpack distributions or um, uh, the many other things that we do. But I often have people come up and go, oh man, you don't know it is, but um, when I was a child, we didn't know where our next meal was going to come and the Salvation Army showed up uh, with a box of food. Or we didn't know if we were going to be able to keep the lights on and the Salvation Army helped us uh, pay that bill. And uh, it's really special to see that there's, there's legacies um, of what the Salvation Army has been able to do to help people. Yeah, that probably keeps you uh, loving your job. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are hard days. There are hard days. But um, every time that it gets hard, I'm also reminded that um, it's, it's great work that we get the opportunity to do. We're talking today with David Culley with the Salvation Army uh, locally here in Portland. And you kind of touched on it just a, a minute ago about the, uh, the bell ringers that are going to be out pretty soon. When, when does that take place? Yeah, so that's coming right up. So we're going to have what we call our kettle kickoff. That's going to be the beginning of our Christmas kettle fundraising on November 19th, right before Thanksgiving. And that'll go all the way through Christmas Day. And so, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll start seeing the kettle show up outside of your favorite retail stores. And uh, you'll see those kettle ringers cheerily ringing the, the bell. Are those kettle ringers, they're all volunteers, aren't they? Many of them, though some are paid. Um, we often um, have people who... Um, maybe struggle with finding other kinds of work. And so come and um, work for the season um, with us. And, and that's something they look forward to. But many of them also are um, volunteers that, like we talked about, have in some way been touched by the Salvation Army. And maybe they can't give in a large way financially, but they can give a little bit of time and it makes a huge difference. And they always have a smile on their face. I'm always amazed by that. Because that's, that's, uh, yeah. that can be some tough work standing up there in all kinds of weather. That's right. That's right. And, uh, and you got to have tough skin, thick skin, because uh, not everybody is, uh, is real nice passing by that kettle. But, you know, I think those people are just motivated by knowing the good that they're doing. That um, every person that does end up donating to the kettle, that money stays right in, in their own community, whatever, um, whatever area code they're donating in, that money is spent back into that, um, into that community and is going towards the people that are in the most need all year long. Tell us more about what the Salvation Army is doing for the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's hard to believe, but they're coming right up. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Isn't it amazing? yeah. <laughs> Seems like How every year they sneak up on us, right? That's right. That's right. We were, we were talking earlier. I'm actually in a Halloween costume while I'm talking to you right now because <laughs> we're doing some fun Halloween events right here at the Portland Tabernacle serving seniors in our community. Um, but after Halloween, we're going to be full bore into that Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas season. So for Thanksgiving, um, we're going to be almost every program in the Salvation Army in the Portland area, of which there are eight different Salvation Army um, programs between other um, cores like ours, which are churches and social service centers, as well as our female emergency shelter, our domestic violence shelter, our um, shelter and community center for um, veterans and our summer camp. Um, each of those facilities are all going to be doing something for Christmas and for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, oftentimes that means um, giving out 
um, some Thanksgiving related food boxes to families that maybe would have a hard time um, putting together a, a traditional uh, Thanksgiving meal. Um, and so we, we actually give out food boxes every month throughout the year on, our, on the first and third Friday of the month. So we're giving out food boxes year round here at the Portland Tabernacle, but we especially have some partners that partner with us to um, help us make an extra special Thanksgiving food box. And that's, that's something pretty similar to what uh, many of the other places are going to be doing. Though we're having a little bit more struggle this year because one of our major Thanksgiving um, food donors um, recently has let us know that they're not going to be able to provide as much as they were hoping. And so uh, just like, you know, everybody else, we, we're being affected by the continued, um, you know, changes that are happening with the economy and the pandemic. And so we're hoping that other donors will be able to step up um, both individually and uh, organizationally to um, help us continue to meet those needs this Thanksgiving. That's a big, uh, big undertaking. What is, what are you seeing the need uh, get better or is it, how, how have things been over the last couple of years, I guess? Things have been hard. Um, I think I think almost every family has experienced that um, we are all um, probably a little closer to being in need than we would have liked to have believed. Um, as people sort of realize that, man, not every paycheck is guaranteed. I think people have become a little more aware that uh, you know we're all um, we're all in this together. And so, yes, the need has become greater. And uh, that has made it harder for many people to give. Um, but it also has made some people realize, you know what, there may come a day, you know, I'm not immune from maybe needing some help someday also. And so um, in some ways, more people have decided to give, um, but it has also been, been hard on a lot of families. So yeah, there, there's been a lot of need from, um, from uh, help preventing evictions, um, from uh, many of the drug treatment centers, um, having trouble keeping their doors open because of COVID restrictions. Um, so we've been trying to figure out how we can fill those, those many gaps that have been created over the last couple of years. How can our listeners and people in our area help out the Salvation Army? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's, there's so many ways that you can. Um, you know, a, a really easy way is that, um, you know, Donations, monetary donations go a long way. And uh, we're one of the um, organizations with the lowest overhead of any other nonprofit. And so um, that's why we have our, our slogan, doing the most good. That comes from an older slogan saying that we're doing the most good um, with your donation, saying that we're going to put as much of um, as much the highest percentage of every donation back into the community um, as we can. Also, though, you know, not everybody has the ability to be a financial donor, and we are in such need of volunteer donors as well, people that are able to um, give a little bit of their time um, as well as their resources. And um, they can do that by um, connecting with their local Salvation Army, um, by being a kettle ringer, um, going to any of your uh, Googling what your nearest Salvation Army location is and giving them a call and um, seeing if you can volunteer for a few hours of bell ringing. Um, that helps us tremendously. We're also going to be doing a huge um, toy distribution that we do every Christmas. Um, and all of the eight um, or more Salvation Army organizations in the Portland metro area um, come together to serve over 2,000 
um, families in the Portland metro area. And so we need lots of volunteers at our warehouse um, organize, organizing and, and uh, making sure that we're able to um, run that event with uh, as smoothly as possible. How about giving out some information about where people can get more information on volunteering and make donations? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, a great website um, or a, a great email, if you want to um, let us know that you would like to volunteer in the metro area, is going to be csmetrodept, so csmetrodept at usw.salvationarmy.org. That's an email that you can um, reach out and let us know that you're interested in um, in volunteering or, or connecting with us in some way, or a phone number that you can call that'll um, we'll be able to route you to whoever the, the best uh, Portland Metro uh, resources for you is uh, 503-794-3267. Um, but you can also Google Salvation Army Portland Metro and you're going to get to our website and uh, be able to get connected to us in that way to find out ways that you can um, help and serve. Are there several uh, branches or, or you call them cores, right? Of, of the Salvation Army in our area? Yes, that's right. So um, the core that I'm at, the Salvation Army Portland Tabernacle, we're currently located in Happy Valley, um, but we also have a core in Gresham that um, serves the community there. And we have a core on Moore Street, um, right in North northern Portland, as well as our female emergency shelter in the heart of downtown Portland um, uh, and our uh, Tualatin Valley Service Center serving Tualatin Valley. Um, our Veterans and Family Center. We have, a, we have a variety of different things going on. Excellent. We're talking today with David Culley with the Salvation Army. So David, yeah, we know that you uh, have learned that you guys do a lot of stuff around the holiday season, but how about year-round? Uh, you're busy all the time. Yeah, excellent point. Um, yeah, people often really know us for uh, the work that we do in the holiday season. Um, they know about the kettles. Um, they know about our Christ- Christmas distribution. But uh, each of those, each of these programs that we've talked about today are running year round. Um, here at the Portland Tabernacle, year round, we have um, services for um, children and adults. We have um, community programs like music classes. We have a karate class. Um, we have uh, leadership and skill building classes, much like Boy and Girl Scouts that we call troops. Um, we have food box distribution that happens year-round on the first and third Friday of each month. Um, and we have church service that happens every Sunday. And so we're trying to meet um, physical and spiritual and social needs um, year-round. And those kinds of programs are happening at all the different Salvation Army locations all year long. Excellent. Talk to me a little bit about the men's and women's programming that you offer. Yeah, so uh, we have a, a variety of, of programs. Um, we have a junior band. Uh, because so often um, music and art programs are the first things that are being cut in public schools. And so we have a, a junior band for both children and adults to pick up a brass instrument for the first time and learn to play with a band. And there's even um, local and um, uh, West Coast competition opportunities as um, children and adults start building those skills or for people that maybe um, grew up playing but now don't have a community of people to play with, um, we have our senior band that um, goes and plays uh, all around the Portland area 
um, playing for um, different community events, um, playing just to, to bring some joy to the senior community, um, playing at a variety of um, Christmas events to just bring some Christmas cheer through um, those great brass bands. We also have um, children and adult choirs. Um, like I said, we have a karate class that serves all ages, children up to seniors. Um, and we're, we're just always trying to have something going on. Just like today, we have our um, senior uh, harvest party where we have uh, a number of seniors from the area that we've bust in and uh, get to um, just have some fun um, being together, playing some games, doing some activities, having some food and having some um, just uh, social time together. I bet that's really great for not only seniors, but for everybody to kind of get back together and be social again. Is that what you're seeing? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's been a craving for a, a place to come um, to to belong, to connect with people. And so we have tried to, to um, find the balance of how do we uh, connect um, safely throughout this whole thing that we've all been navigating over the last um, several years, but um, also without uh, giving up on any of our families. You know, all throughout the pandemic, when we weren't able to meet in person, we still um, would drive to each uh, house of the children and seniors that we connected with and um, drop off activities. We would have Zoom um, meetings and uh, Zoom get-togethers, and now we're back to being able to meet in person and people are able to, to do that as much as they're, they're comfortable doing. And so, yeah, people are, are absolutely sort of drinking that in and, and really enjoying the fact that they're able to be um, back together in person, see each other's faces, laugh and smile together. Yeah, was, Zoom is a definitely a great thing to have during the pandemic that was like, wow, okay, we've, we can see each other, but it's just not the same, right? It's being really physically face-to-face. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So talk to me a little bit, too, about uh, the work that you guys do with, the, with veterans. Yeah. You know, the, the Veterans Center is not my personal area of expertise, um, but I know that the, the Veterans Center is a short, short-term transitional housing center um, that's supported by the, the VA, the Veterans Administration, and provides a therapeutic environment for 50, um, 50 veterans and their families. Daily. Um, they serve uh, veterans from all different eras and military branches, um, as well as their dependents for up to nine months as they try to get connected with um, long-term housing. Um, they have intensive case management to help people through um, various issues that they're working with um, to get paperwork sorted out, to um, work through all kinds of personal issues, to get to long-term um, self-sustainability. In the last couple of minutes we have here, David, talk to me about some misconceptions about the Salvation Army. Sometimes people say you're too much of this and not enough of that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that, that's a great point. You know, and it, it's something that has surprised me um, over the last 10 years that I've been involved in the Salvation Army. You know, I think uh, the shortest way to, to really um, talk about it is that, um, you know, we're, we're an organization that is around the world. And has been doing the work that we've been doing for over 150 years. And so I, I think, unfortunately, sometimes people um, try to attach an agenda to our name for a little bit of name recognition. But, you know, we've weathered this storm throughout the years by continuing to just do what we do. Um, you may read this or that, but I, I encourage um, everybody to look at the work that we have done 
and look at the work that we continue to do in the Salvation Army. We have for 150 years across um, many continents and countries um, served people, um, the lost and the least, without discrimination um, in every uh, social group, in every um, socio-political um, atmosphere um, to the best of our ability. And so if you hear something that gives you pause, um, I would encourage you to, to talk to talk to your local Salvation Army um, person. Um, check out our uh, international position statements. That's something that you can Google, the Salvation Army international position statements, to get some great facts about who we are, what it is we believe, and um, what it is we don't believe. And so that way it can be a little bit easier not to get confused about what we are or are not doing and representing. Because our goal, first and foremost, is to um, serve the lost and the least. And uh, unfortunately, we have had people um, stop supporting us, stop uh, stop connecting with us because of a lie that they read on the internet. And so I just encourage all everybody that has a relationship with the Salvation Army to um, reflect on the, the work that we have done, the work that we continue to do. And remember that we're not going to um, stop doing that work um, but we need we need the support of of our our great supporters that we've had over the years. David, keep doing what you do. It's it's very welcome. Yeah, yeah, it's our it's our pleasure, and we're just grateful that we have the opportunity to do it. We we feel that uh, that we were given the free gift of salvation, and uh, so we want to give out the the free gift of uh, of service. And so uh, that's that's why we we do what we do, and we will continue to do it in the name of Jesus Christ. We've been talking today with Lieutenant David Culley with the Salvation Army. Thanks, David, for being on the show. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.